When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. HNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill, here with Craig Morgan for our final show in Montreal. How are you feeling, Craig? Exhausted, <laughs> but happy, because this is the last show we're doing for Montreal. I've written all my stories, and I thought we killed it. I really did, too. It was, you know what? A lot of hurdles this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we, were, need, we need Sean we for need this. Sean. We were tested <laughs> in so many ways. Let's just count some of them. Obviously, everyone knows our travel. Yep. We don't need to get into that. But how about a countrywide Wi-Fi cellular outage? Yeah, we couldn't even go to Timmy's and use our debit cards. Literally. No, we we couldn't go. The first Tim Hortons we went to, we couldn't even use credit credit or debit. Yeah. The second one, credit only. And it's still going, by the way. It's still out everywhere. Yeah. But you guys found Wi-Fi. Can you tell them what, what... no, actually, we won't. We don't talk about that. We, we've not? had to we've had to hunt out places to find Wi-Fi. Jacob and I had to go to four different coffee shops before we found Wi-Fi to download to, sh- to upload something. Upload, sorry. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Literally, for those who know Canada, Rogers down in the whole country, the Air entire Canada. country. Air Canada down. Rogers down. Canada failing. And failing. And the Wi-Fi in our Airbnb not great. So just it's like. Trying to find Wi-Fi in the province of Quebec, and it, it's just been awful. Mm-hmm. If, like, I feel like I'm somewhere else entirely. I don't feel like I'm in my home country of Canada. Well, maybe this so. is what it's like all the time, Leah, and you just didn't tell us. And I just had rose-colored glasses on the whole time. <laughs> well, no, no, this is crazy. This is like, I, I don't know what's going on. It's like cataclysmic right now. Seriously, the national airline is a, an utter disaster right now. Rogers is down. What are the chances that's going to happen while of all events, like what's more important to Canada than hockey? The NHL draft is here and all this is going on. It was nuts. The one good thing is I do have a Tim Hortons ice cap next to me. So I'm happy. I'm happy with that. And despite all of the challenges, it was a really fun and successful week. I think overall um, met some phenomenal people. Mm-hmm. I, Jacob and I, as we were walking back from our four coffee shop run, we were talking about like who's the f- your favorite person you've encountered on this trip. Jacob said the man who was drunk passed out on the street. Yeah, the first, first on the railing when we saw him, and then <laughs> then when we saw him later, two hours over later, on a step. still there. Um, <laughs> just like not, yeah, just a man. And then I said the woman at the Minneapolis Marriott Courtyard oh, Starbucks. Oh, she was so nice. The best. Yep. The she best. She was so nice. So shout out to her. Who was your favorite person of the trip? Oh, man. I, I don't know. 
Those are those are two good choices, though. I have to say, for me, my personal connection, it was. <sighs> beat writers don't see each other a lot. We're we're obviously working in our own spheres, but it's nice to have everybody collected in one spot and reconnect with a lot of old friends, who do the same thing that I do. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was emotional today. <laughs> Um, yeah, just an absolutely unbelievable week and kind of reflecting back on obviously a lot of challenges to the draft being in Canada. <laughs> We've already gone over them. But that aside, the energy at the Bell Center, the Montreal Canadiens fans, the hockey fans, just seeing how passionate everybody is here. It just was an unbelievable setting, unbelievable atmosphere. And one thing that did go our way, perfect weather. We did have good Absolute weather. Absolute perfect yep. Weather. It was supposed to rain earlier when we looked at the forecast, but we ha- we didn't have any rain. It was in the 70s the whole time during the day. What, like 60s at night? Yeah, it perfection. was amazing. It was amazing. Literal perfection. So let's do it again next year, right? Absolutely. I'm I'm going to start working on draft prep like next week for next year. Draft prep for maybe Seattle. I've heard Seattle. Ooh. They have not made that official. And, and if I'm wrong, Insider I never said Craig. that. I never said that. Insider Craig. But Seattle will be good for us, right? It's West Coast. It's a lot it's, easier it's, to reach. It's in the U.S. <laughs> it's in the U.S., yes. No, like, and I say that as a Canadian. I really do. Yeah. It was tough. It was yeah, really Yeah, because nothing's going wrong in the U.S. I mean, we have perfect harmony right now yeah. in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's, like, nodding in the background. He wants to go to Seattle so bad. <laughs> Seattle would be a good place to visit. I'd be happy going, Jacob's going to Seattle. <laughs> that would be amazing. Craig... I have a bone to pick with you because Uh-oh. you talked about these hot dogs. You didn't think they were that good? At Bell Center for like weeks. Well, uh, to be honest, Petey, Petey pumped them up too. And it, it it's kind of a tradition. Listen, I'm a Vienna beef guy. I'm a Chicago hot dog guy. And the hot dogs at Centre Bell aren't as good as the hot dogs in Chicago. But it's kind of a thing that you yeah, do. Yeah, I guess it's like how I love Tim Hortons and people say Tim Hortons isn't even that good. But it's just like nostalgia for me sure just part of like the fabric of who exactly I am. yeah it's a thing at Centre Bell. yeah so because there are some issues yeah and we can we can talk about those issues let's right talk, now because it's an audio pod this is an audio pod we're pretty much we're, done talking we're about literally just <laughs> talking about whatever we feel like so first of all the buns are too big for the dogs right way too big the dog should fit the bun yes on any on, on any dog good hot dog ratio yep, yep. And the and the hot dogs are thin too. Yeah, they're very thin. Yep. So that's a problem. I like the crispiness of the uh, the bun. I do. You know. Yep. That's a nice touch. Yep. And the softness inside, but eh, I mean the flavor of the dog, it's okay. You put some mustard on it. It's very good. You put some ketchup on it. You ruin it like you do with anything you put ketchup on. Except for a burger. Except apparently. for a, a yeah, that's your grilled cheeseburger where we started this trip long ago. Feels like seven that years. That literally ago. does. I feel like I yeah. live here now. But yeah, the the Xiancho are they're okay. Me, by the way, I know you guys will think they're a bit overrated. But how many did you eat, Jacob? Was it five? Jacob is counting. He's counting. It's. Six. Six. How so many, you still ate six. How many did you? Same. I ate six. six. How many I did you eat? I ate two. Wow. You really did not like the Xi'an show. You gave up after one round. I also didn't have a lot of time to eat. Yeah. To be I, honest. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Especially on the first night. <laughs> like absolutely no time. Second day, a little bit more time. Right. Um, is there anything that we haven't talked about hockey wise? 
Oh God, are we back on hockey? Is that what we do on this show? <laughs> this is a. Is I don't want to talk about hockey. <laughs> tired of hockey. Anything? Anything that you came to when you were finishing up your story that you There's, realized we forgot? Oh my God, no, we didn't forget anything. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have another. Like, here, I was telling you this before. Like, I had my entire week mapped out of stories, and the story that I just posted, uh, you know, on uh, Friday evening, wrapping up the. That's the story that I thought I was going to write for Sunday, like mm-hmm. what the Coyotes accomplished. But what I forget, what I always forget for some reason, is that when you come to an event like this with like all NHL media, all NHL personnel, you collect all these notes, all this information from all these different yeah. places. So I'm going to have one massive neutral zone on Sunday to wrap up, to basically just to empty the notebook of all the things that I haven't reported yet. Some awesome. interesting stuff. Yes, Craig has shared some of it with me. Um, that'll be exclusively not on the Jacob, website. Not with Jacob, though. Nope, I didn't tell him not anything. Not Jacob. We tell secrets when he leaves the room. <laughs> He's flipping us off. <laughs> this is what this is a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on. Um, yes. That will be exclusively at gophnx.com. And you should be reading Craig's stories because he's breaking news in them. And he's the only one with this news. So read his stories and read them all the way through is what I would recommend. Um, <laughs> all the way to the last, last graph in some exactly. cases. Um, go com. Become a member. Join the family. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker when you sign up. Or try your first month just 50 cents if you want to do month to month. At gophnx. Jacob has turned on bright lights on us now. He's going to turn on the other one just to blind us. He's literally just doing happy. this. It's this is to keep you oh, awake, Craig. Oh, yeah. Craig. Craig is. Struggling. I do need help there. Yeah. Craig. Craig is on the struggle bus. Craig. Five a.m. When I went to bed on Friday morning, <laughs> when it was light out. It was light out. I turned <laughs> off the lights. Finally finished working. Think. Ah, turn off the lights, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> sun is coming up that's not a good feeling that's not a good feeling unless you're coming home from a bar or something yeah, you know you I can sleep for the next nine I hours i don't think it's a good feeling then either to be yeah, honest yeah yeah those days are long gone yeah not a fan craig what was your favorite moment from the draft oh no my God, you're putting me on no. the spot here. okay let's do two your favorite moment from the trip and your favorite moment from how about let's just dr- i have a favorite moment from the trip i mean we flew with the cup. Yeah. Watching that that case open up and the Stanley Cup was right there. I felt like the music Jared should have Bennett. gone. I was like, this is oh, too cool. Like, yeah, the, you know, there's light. Sink. There's yeah. literally light coming out of the box. And yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, that I mean, that had to be up there for me. Maybe for me, it was when we like hit the ground in Montreal. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, or also when we just randomly saw Gary Bettman on the sidewalk, like. <laughs> Completely by himself. Completely. Probably like the only moment that Gary ever gets to himself. He's probably like, I'm just going to go for a walk. Which is why when you stopped him. He's just like, oh, God, really? (laughs) I'm on some random back street and I still have to talk to somebody. Yeah, but then he realized (laughs) it was you and it was better. But, oh, my gosh, that was hilarious. (laughs) Um, Favorite moment from night one. Night one of the draft. It feels like 20 years ago. Uh, What happened on night one? I, I mean... We've been talking about Logan Cooley for a really, Forever. really long time. And it's funny, isn't it, how some of the Coyotes fan base, after 
things played out the way they did with Uri Slavkovsky and Simon Nemec going one and two. People were like, oh my God, Shane Wright's there. Take Shane Wright. They, it's almost like they forgot all the things that they were excited yeah. about with Logan Cooley. But I think a lot of people came around again. Totally. We've talked about this a lot. We don't know how these players are going to pan out. But a lot of people have said, Corey Promen told us this. Chris Peters told us this. The Coyote Scouts obviously thought this. He's the most dynamic player in the draft. So if, if the size isn't an issue, and a lot of people don't think it is, it's not like he's small. He's 5'10 and a half. There are guys in the game that are small. That's not small. To me, that's like sort of medium-sized. But if he can translate that, I mean, if, if, if he is able to do the things that he was able to do for the NTTP, translate all that, get a little stronger, he's... He's the kind of player that they need. He's a dynamic playmaker who, as Bill says, Bill Armstrong, the general manager, says he makes players around him better. Yeah. The kind of guy you want in your lineup. Especially at the center position. And and the other thing we heard about him is he has an incredibly high ceiling. And that's the thing we heard about Shane Wright is did he hit his ceiling? Mm. And that's not the kind of gamble you can take. You know, you talk about the future and not knowing, but it's better to – Take roll the dice on somebody who like has potential, a lot of potential, than someone that you're unsure if they've already maximized. Maybe you've seen what they can do and it's good, like yeah. or great even, but you're not sure if they can carry that on. I'd much rather take someone who might just be at the base of their potential, and that's something we heard when we spoke with Daryl Pondusky and Ryan Jankowski. That is so hard I know, to it not is. mix up. Yes, oh it my is. gosh! But they were talking about, for example. Um, Maverick Lamoureux, he was the most athletic. Yeah, the combine he tested, at the he was combine. top testing. Like and like that. What that's not subjective. Like no, or object. I, it's I'm not. So tired. It's not subjective. Yeah, <laughs> okay, it is objective. It is. It's, yeah. it's just numbers. Yeah, yeah like he literally was the most athletic at six seven person at the draft. So given that, whew, like. He, he has potential. He yeah. still has to grow into his body. He still has a lot of work to do. He's years away from being in the NHL. Right shot, too. Right Love shot. That. But Those, they're unicorns. But, the, like, you, dra- you draft potential, and that's, like, mm-hmm. that's really that's really all it is. It is. But it's, it's exciting. It's, I think I said this on a show recently, but I can't remember who it was who said, maybe it was, I can't believe I'm quoting Pierre Maguire, but basically called the draft a boy auction which is really disturbing <laughs> when you think about it, but it's basically what's going on there, right? I don't like that at all. I do not like Wait, that. Here we are at the 2022 NHL boy auction. I hate that. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. I hate it. <laughs> Get that out. I've thrown Leah off her game completely. Uh, well, you mentioned that the draft might be in Seattle next year. I hope it's in Seattle. That would be cool. We know it's coming to Arizona at some point yep. if they get the arena built, right? Yeah, the, the weather won't be as great as it's been here. Ja- Better figure that out. <laughs> Jacob is like, now you know, flossing You know how Minneapolis and Calgary have all those like uh, walkways that connect yes. buildings downtown? I kind of think Phoenix should do that, the, too. The Ted should do that. Yeah, or the Ted should do that. Yeah, for the. And by the way, I, I kind of feel like even though it's the entire district, we need to... We need to coin the phrase on PHNX Coyotes. Should we just call the, the arena the TED? I, I'm obsessed with calling it the TED. But it's the whole area. Is it okay if, if we call the arena the TED? Yeah. Even though, all right. We're calling it the TED. We're all calling it the TED now. If you don't call it the TED, it's basically you calling Karel Vemelka Milkman instead of Veggie. Blech. Okay. 
you're out. Get you're basically that, on get the that out of us. here. Get yeah. that garbage out of here. Um, <laughs> when I think of the Ted, I think of just like a man. And my my uncle is a, is Uncle Ted, and he, you know, I, so I just like picture my uncle Ted, who's just like a like a cool like sixty seven year old man. I actually don't know how old he is. Somewhere in that ballpark. Love Thank you, Uncle Ted. Speaking of ballparks, remember when? Well, of course you don't, Leah. You probably weren't even born then. Um, but when when it was Bank One Ballpark. What? I don't know about that. That's Chase Field. Oh, yeah. We oh. called it Bob. That was the oh. original name of the stadium. So it's an Arizona Bob. tradition. Yeah. Ted. Bob yeah. and Ted. One syllable, three letter. I love it. Male names I love for it so our much. facilities. I love it so much. Do you feel like the NHL season is officially over after the draft yes. is done? Yes. Done. That's Ends it. right here. That marks the end. I mean, well... But that, what about mm, what? free agency is tricky to me. I, I actually free agency is really the end of the season for me. But free agency is weird because I feel like while, it's the middle. While it starts and usually starts on July first, but we're still all screwed up. While it starts and usually most of the the big big name players are gone in the first couple of days, and then a lot of the mid level players are gone. There's always this trickle throughout the summer, and there are the RFAs, and then there are the arbitration hearings. So. I think in, in technical terms, actually, it, it is the end of the season, the draft. And we move on to the new I, fiscal year, yeah. the, new, the new league year. I feel like the, the, the NHL draft is the end and the beginning of free agency is kind of like the transition period from one season to the next. It's, it's kind fair. of like bridging the gap because it's Everybody's like, okay, we're, hands. yeah, everyone's kind of switching around. A lot of trades go down at the draft. You kind of shuffle the board and reset going into next year. So crazy to think about um, <laughs> that the season's over and I'm kind of sad that there's no hockey to bet on anymore. Now that the season's done, you can bet on team futures for the NHL on DraftKings, but there's plenty of sports going on. We got soccer, the WNBA, baseball. So you can check all of that out. There's You can bet on like cornhole. There's everything, <laughs> everything, which what? by the way, cornhole was on a lot in the airport when we were stranded there. I did notice that because I was bored and looking around. Um, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you haven't already, sign up using the promo code PHNX and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only in DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. All right. Well, we just talked about free agency. That starts Wednesday. Oh. We'll see. You're hurting me. I mean, the Coyotes will get some free agents, right? Uh, I mean... I mean, no... no we're, no one's making yes, a splash, but no. some like um, yeah, some like league league minimum sort of situation. Yeah, they're gonna fill out a roster. They need to fill out a roster, and and I still think Bill Armstrong's gonna try and add a couple more of those Zach Cassian esque contracts again this year to get more draft assets. Um, they can still fill out twenty twenty five a little bit more. They only have eight picks in twenty twenty five. Ring the alarm bells. Craig, how many do they have in 2024? 13 picks. They have three second rounders and three, 13, uh, three third rounders. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I still can't even get over that they had 10 this year. Yeah. That's so many. They had 11 at one point until they They had five one. in the first two rounds, though. Yeah. But half in the rounds one and two. That's significant. Yeah. So he'll keep doing that. But in terms of the free agents, again, I think they need another goalie. 
They're, and they're going to need some pieces. They're going to need some pieces to fill out this roster. There are a, a bunch of those players that we looked at. You know, I think the last time I talked to Bill, he's like, you yeah, know, we're open to everybody coming back. But I don't see guys like – like, Dimitri Yashkin is not coming back. Yeah. He was a big I, I, disappointment. I always forget about him. No thanks. I don't think Louis Erickson's coming back. I, I have King a hard – Yeah, King Louis. I know that's hard for people to hear, but I don't think he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um Andrew Ladd's still under contract for one more year, so that's something I'm yeah, going to be looking into. Yeah, we have to into, monitor that situation. Um, probably a little later this month when guys start training again, ramping it up, and Andrew Ladd decides whether he wants to do that again after he's you know, achieved some major milestones and proved to himself that he could come back. Um, guys like Antoine Roussel, is he really going to come back? I, I don't know, Jay Beagle. Like, there are a lot of guys where you're yeah. like, okay, these guys were acquired – just so that the Coyotes could get the draft picks. Some of these guys really added to it, but if you keep bringing all these guys back, then you can't bring on those other contracts where you're trying to acquire assets. So most of those guys I don't think are going to be back. I'm still curious about Anton Strawman. It feels like the Coyotes just pushed free agency to the back burner for a while because there's so much else going on. There's so many other things to prioritize. Um, So now Bill Armstrong... We'll have to fo- shift his focus toward free agency. It's so weird still that it's July 13th. I'm so used to it being on Canada Day. That, to me, feels like the start of summer. I was generally always in Canada. I would sit and watch TSN free agency frenzy um, on July 1st. And I feel like summer and a beer go hand in hand. <laughs> Here, I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> um, and I was too young when I was watching TSN free agency, but now if I could, Four Peaks would be my beer of choice while watching free agency frenzy. Not could, I will. I will. I can't wait to get back to Arizona and go in my fridge because my fridge always has Four Peaks in it. I have the peach. I have the golden lager in there. What do you have in your fridge? I right always now? have Wow or you know oatmeal stout is another big favorite of mine. I know you're not a stout person. I'm not. I like oatmeal stout. I really like their seasonal seasonal pumpkin porter as well. Yes. I like that a lot. Coming soon. Yes. Lots well, of great options. Not soon enough, of well, course. We asked Because we like fall in Arizona because it asked, means the end of summer. We asked when we went to the brewery and he said they were going to like start making it in August. So okay. I don't know if that means they're starting to sell it, but the process is beginning. September, yeah. 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 Super exciting. So anyway, Four Peaks is great. We love it. I can't wait to get back to Arizona to drink it. Um, you know, unwind after a crazy busy week. And as always, if you're going to enjoy Four Peaks, be sure to be 21 and over and enjoy responsibly. Craig, I have one final thing to get to, but before I do, is there anything else you would like to say? No. Where are you you going from here? I'm going to drive across to Maine uh, to a little town near Portland to see some old friends. I'm going to go to Portland to see the guy who was my best man in my wedding. Stay with his family. Um, his son is my godson. So that, that's going to be fun to reconnect with that whole family. Uh, they live in the Boston area, but they have a, a place up in Maine. And then I'm going to drive down the coast a little bit to Rye Beach, Portsmouth, to see a couple other friends. So we're going to have a good get-together. I'll be Amazing. there for you know for a solid week before I go home. And you'll be heat. flying home from within from the Boston. U.S., so yes. that, that feels better. And not on Air Canada. That feels not better. Not coming anywhere near Air Canada. Yeah, Jacob and I are both flying home on Air Canada, so <laughs> stay tuned if we make it. Stay tuned. Yeah. So you're going home, like, right after this, right? I'm go- Jacob's no going home, sa- yeah, tonight. I'm going home Sunday. Um, and, we'll, you know, hopefully I make it because because I want to go to development. for you. I want to go to development camp next week. Um, all of the prospects just drafted will be in Phoenix. So we're going to continue 
I, including I, a couple names I can throw out here. Ivan Fedotov's going to be there. He's He's, he's oh. going to be there. The Russian, okay. John Farinacci's going to be there, too. So, plus a bunch of the guys, obviously, that they just drafted. So, it's a it's a development camp worth checking out. I, I don't even know all the details because... I stand Scott as we know, I know, but is it's open to the public, right? Like I every day? so. Yeah, I haven't... We'll, we'll tweet out information, we will. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm blowing it off. I often blow off development camp because okay. I like to go on vacation we'll after the We'll still have coverage. But... We'll have coverage. Yeah. Because the coverage doesn't stop here at PHNX. Five days a week of content, even if it's the off-season. Mm-hmm doesn't matter um and it's you know you don't get content like that anywhere else so i'm gonna set you up on this last one okay because this was an emotional trip for you yes and you showed me a couple photos yes and we ended our time at Santra bell by taking another photo yes so i i've shared a little bit maybe i actually i don't remember honestly working in an nhl draft has been my dream forever forever so this week was a dream come true for me for a lot of reasons. One of those reasons being this is summer 2022 in Montreal at the NHL draft. 40 years ago, 40 years ago exactly, 1982 in Montreal, the NHL draft, my dad worked and he was the person who they didn't have the digital screens back then. He was physically sliding the names in <laughs> on like, the draft board. Like the Wrigley Field scoreboard still. Yep. <laughs> that was my dad's role at the NHL draft in 1982. When my dad passed away, I found the pictures of him doing that. When I found out the draft was in Montreal this year, I like felt in my soul that I needed to be here. Um, and uh, at the end of the day on Friday, Craig took a photo of me standing next to the digital draft board mm-hmm. um, and I shared those photos on Friday um, so if you didn't see them check them out at Liam Merrill on my Twitter um, really special and Friday July 8th would have been my dad's birthday yeah, as well wow. so a lot of crazy things coming together crazy moments and of course I've talked about it before but my dad is the reason I love hockey and he instilled that in me so this week for so many reasons was a dream come true but especially for him and just like the significance of 40 years in the same place hmm. on his birthday. Like I just, I That's don't even awesome. have words. So it's awesome. You yep. got to experience it. Yep. And uh, thank you everybody f- again for following along with us. We, you know, lots of crazy obstacles, but you know what? I'm really proud of what we did this week. Um, and everybody who's a member of our community, we can't thank you enough. It makes it so much more fun to do and like I said we, we we're not stopping here this is just the beginning so we're really excited and be sure to follow along with us like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts because we have audio episodes twice a week as well as our live shows on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel follow PHNX Sports across all platforms as well Instagram we've been putting out some really great reels on there we have a TikTok if you haven't checked that out PHNX Sports and then follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore coyote somebody tweeted because ever since the maple syrup thing happened, like we've kind of been cursed by Canada. I really feel like we pissed Canada off. Mm-hmm. Somebody tweeted, the only way to solve this is for Petey to dance. And I agree. I agree. So everybody, pressure Petey. Seriously, pressure Petey. Like just Because nothing's him working so far. How long ago was that? Like months. It was months ago. Yeah. Months. So we need Petey to dance. It'll happen. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes. We will be back. We'll let everybody know our schedule on Twitter later because we don't even know. We are just first. First, tired. you guys need to get home. 
yes, we need to make it home first before we know what happens. But uh, we'll be back next week. Coyotes content rolls on. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Thanks again so much for listening. And we will see you next week.